0: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny.
1: It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome Old Time Radio fans, I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. The Vintage Radio Club is a way for you to help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. And as a thank you, we do an extra podcast a week with some longer productions. This past weekend, it was the Lux Radio Theater's presentation of The Dark Angel. It's a melodrama of a love affair interrupted by war and only slowed down by blindness. If you want to hear more and help support I Love Old Time Radio, then visit vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Monday's crime does not pay on the shadow. Today's episode originally aired on July 3rd, 1938, and it's called Voice of the Trumpet. (laughs) Who knows what evil
3: lurks in the hearts of men? (laughs) The Shadow Knows
4: Ladies and gentlemen, in a moment, the shadow will again start into that hazard zone of crime, the underworld. And don't forget, motorists, every time you ride over wet, slippery roads, you are entering the hazard zone of motoring, where a slippery film of water on the road may make complete command of your car almost impossible. That's why the development of the new Goodrich Silvertown Tire with Lifesaver Tread is such good news to every motorist. This new kind of tire gives the greatest protection ever offered against skids. Because the Lifesaver Tread sweeps water right and left from under the tire, actually dries wet roads. You stop quicker, safer than you've ever stopped before. Remember, too, that the new Silvertown also gives you the famous Golden Ply blowout protection. Keep Dangerous Stranger. Put these life-saving Silvertowns on your car now. There is no extra cost. (laughs) ¶¶ The Shadow, Lamont Cranston, a man of wealth, a student of science, and a master of other people's minds, devotes his life to righting wrongs, protecting the innocent, and punishing the guilty. Cranston is known to the underworld as the Shadow. Never seen, only heard, his true identity is known only to his constant friend and aide, Margot Lane. Today's story... The Voice of the Trumpet. Well, Bronson,
3: the drawing's all done with one section. Oh, but Fred, my dear boy, can't you finish it? You could guess what wheels and cogs will fit in with the rest of the mechanism. Nothing doing. I'm just a draftsman, not an inventor. I'll have to have more information. Oh, dear me. And the Normandy sails at midnight tonight. I wanted to catch it. Oh, so you're going to hustle a drawing aboard the minute it's finished, huh? Yes, indeed. The customers in Europe are willing to pay very good prices right now for secrets from our war department. Well, be careful. Anyone catches on to this game of ours and it'll be curtains for us. Don't be absurd, my boy. No one would suspect Albert Bronson, the distinguished authority on fine books, of being a spy. Yeah. It's a good cover for selling government secrets. It gives you an excuse for traveling. Yes, it's a clever dodge. But then we're all three very clever. You and I and our spiritualist friend, Brother Dykman. Ah, Dykman's a fake. Perhaps he's a spiritualist, my boy, but not as a mind reader. Yeah. He must be able to read Philip Ryder's mind at any rate. Philip comes to the seances, sits there concentrating, and Dykman gathers from his mind all the secrets of the war department. Yeah, it is funny. But I always figured Dykman must have got next to Ryder some way. Oh, Impossible. Philip and Paul Ryder have been proven perfectly honest. Yeah. Paul got bumped off because he was so honest. Oh, let's not go into that subject. Okay. I'm getting pretty sick of sitting through those long-winded seances to get the information from my drawings. Be patient, Fred. One more session with that fake spirit should give you what you need. Why can't Dykeman read Ryder's mind and bring the information here? Because we mustn't be seen together. It might be fatal. Besides, I don't quite trust Dykeman. You're a clever faker, all right. I'll take it, I'll take it. Hello? Yes? Tonight? You're sure? Yes. What's up? That was Dykeman. Riders coming to a seance tonight. And you'll be there, dear boy. You'll be there. Sure, sure. And in two days, the latest invention of the War Department should be on the way to Europe.
2: I love this Cafe Le Monte though. None of our friends seem to have found it.
5: My dear Margot, when I start meeting up with my friends at restaurants, I go looking for new places to eat.
2: Well, you'd better start looking then. Why? Philip Ryder's getting up from that table over in the corner. Haven't seen him for months.
5: Oh, all right. Not since his brother's funeral.
2: No. Well, he's certainly changed. Paul's being murdered was an awful shock yes. to him. Have they any notion who did it?
5: Well, last time I talked to Commissioner Weston, he said the police were still in the dark. Your coffee, mademoiselle. Oh,
2: thank you, Pierre. Lamont, Philip's coming this way. Why don't we try to cheer him up? All right. Why, Philip Ryder!
5: Margot. and Lamont! I say, have you been hiding yourself in one of your vaults in the war department?
6: We've been awfully rushed the last few months.
2: I should think you might have been.
6: Do sit down, Philip. Well, all right, for a minute... What have been doing with yourself? Mm. Just keeping busy. Oh,
2: you and your state secrets. You always get me so curious I could burst, but it never does me any good. Don't you ever break down and tell one little secret even to your best girl?
5: <laughs> never. And quite right, too. Margot wants to paint the town, Philip. Won't you come along?
6: Well, I'd like to awfully, but uh, I can't tonight.
2: What is it, a previous engagement? Why... Bring
6: her along. Well, Hmm. it's not an engagement, really. I'd be delighted to have you both come with me, if you'd care to.
2: Where are you going?
6: Don't laugh. I'm going to a spiritualistic seance.
2: Oh, that sounds like fun. How do you feel about it, Lamont?
6: Where's the meeting going to be? At uh, Mr. Dykeman's house. He's the medium. How do you happen to start there? Well, Dykeman looked me up came to my apartment one evening. Said he'd had a message for me from my brother Paul. From
2: Paul? How odd.
6: Yes. I miss my brother frightfully. Well, anyway, I went to the séance.
5: You actually think this medium is the real thing?
6: Yes, Lamont, I do.
5: Spiritualism can be such a shield for fakers that I'm always a little suspicious.
6: I know, but Mr. Dykeman is no faker. You see, when I went to the séance... Paul spoke to me. Uh, Oh, Philip. Yes, yes, he did. Through a trumpet. You are positive? Yes. He's spoken to me of many things that only we two knew about. I'm forced to believe in Dyckman. I see. Well, do you care to come?
2: Please do, Lamont. It it sounds fascinating. Yes.
6: Yes,
5: let's go. I'm very eager to meet this Mr. Dyckman.
7: Good evening, brothers and sisters. I wish to extend a greeting to all our old friends and our new one. It is my hope that you will find peace and comfort, which the rest of us share in the knowledge that the grave is not the end of life. Brother Ice, will you play the tie that binds?
6: Yes the light. That's, uh, that's part
5: of the service. Don't tell me you're afraid.
2: No, no, of course I'm not, really. Quiet.
6: You're not supposed to talk. Lamont! What is it?
2: Look up at those shiny stripes that are swinging around up there.
6: Those are the luminous bands on the trumpet. But
2: how did they get up there?
6: Uh, Marco, please,
2: please. Oh, sorry.
4: George,
6: are you listening? That's, that's my dead father's voice, I'm sure it is. Yes, father?
8: I am helping you. You must be careful of a tall, blonde man. Trouble may come to you through him.
7: I'll be careful, father.
2: The voice did seem to come from the trumpet.
6: I know, but be quiet.
2: Philip!
9: Philip.
6: Yes, Paul. I'm here. What is it?
9: I'm watching your work. I'm proud of what you're doing.
6: Oh, I'm glad.
9: It's not easy. I wish I could be there to help you.
6: Oh, I wish you could, Paul. So much, I, I miss you.
9: Don't be sad for me, Philip. Think of your work. I can't quite understand just what it is, this last assignment.
6: Well, it's simple, Paul. If I could explain.
9: I know you can't, but think of what you're doing at the office. Think, think, and help me understand. Yes, Paul. If I am silent for a moment, It's because I'm going to try to understand what's in your mind. Trying to help. Now, be silent.
7: Silent. This is absurd. Lamont, be quiet. Absurd. Lamont, you broke the thread. Uh, Paul. Paul. Come back. Turn up the lights. Turn them up, Uh. Mr. Rice. Thank you. I'm sorry that we've been interrupted, but it is impossible for the spirit to communicate when there are unfriendly influences at work. You, sir, I am speaking to you. Yes? What is it? You think this is all a fake,
5: that I have no power. On the contrary, I think you have great powers. And yet you interrupt us. You scoff. You're determined to be hostile. Not at all. You interest me enormously. As a matter of fact, I should like
7: to ask you a few questions. You simply want to discredit me. The only satisfaction I can give you is that you've robbed these good people of the aid and comfort
5: they seek.
2: Lamont, let's go. This is terribly embarrassing.
5: Very well, let's leave. Well, you know, I'm not embarrassed. I'm really very interested.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, when the shadow laughs, it's no laughing matter for his enemies. And when you are suddenly faced with that common enemy of all motorists, a dangerous skid on wet, slippery pavements, it's no laughing matter to be behind the wheel. The
5: shadow knows. Every day, someone, somewhere, experiences that sickening pit of the stomach feeling when his car swerves out of control. Beware! It pays to
4: play safe. Yes, motorists. And when you equip your car with the new Goodrich Silvertown Tire, you know you're playing safe. Because the nation's largest independent testing laboratory, the impartial Pittsburgh Testing Laboratory, tested this new kind of tire over a three-month period against the regular and premium-priced tires of America's six largest tire manufacturers. The official report from these impartial engineers reads, quote, The new Goodrich Silvertown with Lifesaver Tread gave greater skid resistance than any other tire tested, unquote. And some of the tires tested are priced at from 40% to 70% more than Silvertown's. Yet the new Silvertown with Lifesaver Tread came out on top in skid protection. It came out on top in mileage, too. averaged 19.1% more non-skid mileage than any of the tires tested in its own price range. Motorists, doesn't this prove which tire to put on your car? Get these life-saving, long-mileage Silver Towns now. There is no extra cost.
2: Here, Philip, sit down and cheer up.
6: I, I'm sorry things turned out this way.
2: Oh, for heaven's sake, don't you apologize. I think Lamont ought to beg your pardon, behaving like that. Lamont!
6: uh uh-huh. Oh, yes,
5: Phil. I'm sorry if you're upset.
6: Well, Lamont, you, you must admit that Mr. Dykman is unusual.
5: Oh, yes, but the mental world is so full of unusual things. I was just thinking about a drawing that I saw today, a very recent day. Strange how vividly I see the piece of apparatus right now.
2: What in the world are you raving about, Lamont?
5: Piece of apparatus? It's so clear to me. i even started drawing it here on the menu. It's a curious contraption of one small wheel within another. They revolve in opposite directions. There is a thousandth of an inch between the two. Look. Lamont. Yes? Don't draw
6: that. Don't.
2: Philip, what's wrong? You look ill.
6: This is serious. You've seen this piece of apparatus before? We've been working on it for weeks at the department. So what's it for? Well, you might as well know now. It's part of a new anti-aircraft gun. It ensures almost perfect aim at long range. Why, I... that's what Paul Spirit was talking about only tonight. How interesting. But I can't understand. No one knows of this. How do you come to, Lamont? I saw it someplace just by chance. Yes, but where? Who had it in their possession? Do you recall? I'm sorry, Philip, but... Well, it doesn't matter anyhow. The thing will have to be scrapped.
2: Thrown away? Of
6: course. We'll have the whole big job to do over again. But how
2: terrible. Lamont, try to remember where you saw it. It may not be too late to save the secret. Yes,
6: please try, Lamont. But in the meantime, I've got to find my chief. Let him know. I'm sorry, Philip. And yes, it's it's too bad you can't remember. There are spies at if work. there are, I hope you catch them, Philip. Good night. Well, good night. Good night. Good night, Margot.
2: Good night, Philip. And now, Lamont Cranston, suppose you tell me where you saw that drawing. Now, Margot. Don't try to tell me you've forgotten. You never forget anything. Where did you see it and who had it?
5: Well, Philip had it. I saw it at the séance.
2: What? what? What do you mean?
5: I saw the image in Philip's mind. Saw it as plain as day. But how? Remember when that fake voice he thought was Paul's asked him to concentrate? Yes. In that moment of silence, I saw the drawing plain as day. The dimensions, everything. But I thought That you... wasn't spiritualism. It was mind-reading. Philip Ryder had been giving the government secrets away to spies ever since he started going to these seances. But oh, that's
2: impossible. If I could see
5: the drawing in his mind, so could a clever, practiced mind-reader, a man like Dykeman. Oh,
2: but why didn't you tell Philip? He
5: wouldn't believe me. But
2: he may go back there and talk to Paul Spirit. He may tell other secrets. No,
5: I don't think that he will. Let's go now.
2: Go where? Back
5: to Dykeman's and find out who he passes his information to and how. Perhaps the séance will still be in session.
2: But Lamont, Dykeman will certainly not be pleased to see you again.
5: But Margot, he won't see me. I'm going as the shadow.
3: Fred! Fred! Yes, spirit, speak. I'm listening. You have understood all
7: the facts I have communicated. Gotten all down
3: pat, spirit. Go ahead, spill some more.
7: This inner wheel I have told you of is separated from the outer one by a hair-like space of one thousandth of an inch. Understand, Fred?
3: Yeah, I got it. Is that all?
7: That is all. I must return to the spirit world. Now, my friends, to get on to other messages. Our brother Fred should be very satisfied... I see he is leaving us. Now, let us wait for further communications from my controls.
3: Oh, Mr. Fred. What? What do you want? I don't know you.
9: Oh, it's nothing. Nothing. Only. It's wonderful how the spirits talk to you at our meetings. You you don't seem very reverent, but they talk
3: to you. I... Sure, sure. They talk. What about it? Nothing. Nothing. Only I I wish they would to me. Do you think I that... think you're just a nut. Get out of my way. <laughs>
9: What's that? Who laughed? Why, why, there's no one there. Why, the spirits must be hovering over Fred.
3: (laughs) Ah, Fred, my dear boy, come in, come in, you're late. Uh, Ah, stop beefing, I got here, didn't I? Yes, 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 you'll close the door, Fred. I did close it. No, no, Fred, it's still open. I'd have sworn I shut it. You obviously didn't. Well, the cats can't be working right. Ah, there, there, that's better. Tell me, have you the figures to finish our drawing? No, not all of them. There's one spot I can't fill yet. Why not? Some nutty guy interrupted Dykeman's session with Philip Ryder. Ah, uh, too bad, too bad. But here's the drawing. Get to work, Fred. Hey, stop ordering me around. Now, Fred, don't be impudent. What do you think I am? Fred, dear boy... You are the man who killed Paul Ryder. Don't forget that. You were in on that job, too. But you fired the shot, dear boy. Please don't forget that. I haven't. Now, let's not have any more impertinence, please. Why, you... Now, now, now. Cool down. You and I can't afford to fight, dear boy. We're too useful to each other. Only think what a nice large sum of money we shall get from this job. Yeah. All right, but I'll just draw in those two wheels. I got the dope on tonight, and then... I wouldn't, Fred,
5: if I were you. Huh?
3: What'd you say, Bronson? I didn't say a word. I hope you haven't started talking to yourself.
5: He hasn't, Mr. Bronson. Hey,
3: what is this? Who are you? Where are you?
5: Men know me as the shadow.
3: What the... I can't see anyone. Who is it? What do you want?
5: I want to stop you two from betraying your country's secrets. What? If you sell that drawing, millions of your countrymen may pay for your treachery. With their lives
3: Hey Bronson I can't stand this It gets me A voice And nobody's there Don't be excited Fred Look at me I'm perfectly calm You are not afraid
5: then Bronson Of
3: course not But Bronson This spook is real Fred Don't be a fool This is some trick of Dykeman's Dykeman's Of course He's so clever With his trumpets And strange voices Aren't you Dykeman (laughs) I'm not afraid of you
5: I am not Dykeman. I am the Shadow. I have come to warn you.
3: Indeed, Shadow. Are we in danger?
5: Grave danger, Bronson. If you attempt to sell the information in this drawing... Tear it up. Now.
3: Hey, I don't like this. Calm down, Fred. This is Dykeman. He's trying to drive us out of the field so we can collect everything for himself. Isn't that the truth, Dykeman? He don't answer. Is he gone? I imagine so. Once he realized... Hey, Bronson, I... look. What is it? There on the desk where the drawing was. Why? Why, it's gone. Yeah, it's been stolen. Hey, Bronson, I'm scared. Ah, nonsense, nonsense. Come on. Where? Where are you going? To find Dykeman, you fool. What are you going to do? You and I, Fred, are going to kill our dear friend Dykeman. Come along.
8: The shadow calling Margot Lane. The shadow calling Margot Lane. Margot Lane. Get in touch with Commissioner
5: Weston. Have him surround Mr. Dykeman's house at once. Have him bring Philip Ryder with him. Hurry.
8: Hurry! Hurry! Hurry!
7: Now, my friends, we must have silence or the séance cannot succeed. Silence, please.
3: Hey, Bronson. Yes, Fred? You hear that? Dykeman's got a late séance going on inside right now. Yes, dear boy, that seems to be true. And he couldn't have been the shadow. Nonsense. He probably just sneaked back here ahead of us. Go in and speak to him. Tell him you wish to reach the spirits. We'll surprise, dear Mr. Dykeman.
6: Yeah. All right, come on.
3: Newcomers
7: have entered the room. Please do not be disturbed, my friends.
3: Have you any questions? I want to ask some. This is Fred again.
7: Silence. Fred is calling. Silence. I am here, Fred. What do you wish?
3: Is there something wrong? Huh? Yeah, there is. You know that drawing I was working on? Yes, yes, I know. It's been Stolen? Stolen? By
7: whom?
8: It was not stolen. The Shadow took it.
7: What's that? Who is speaking?
8: The Shadow, Dykeman.
7: Friends, someone is trying to put over a fraud. That is not a spirit voice. No.
8: This is the voice of the Shadow. Dykeman, you're in danger. What
7: is this voice, Dykeman? I don't know. It's some sort of fraud.
8: It's you who are the fraud, Dykeman. Making these poor people think they are talking to their loved ones? Friends,
7: this is an outrage, a trick. Ladies and gentlemen, please keep your seats. This is obviously a fraud. It isn't the voice of a spirit. Confess. Somebody turn on the lights and show this faker up. Turn on the lights. Let me out of here. Where's the door? Oh, Sir, don't push me. Get out. Come, on, Come on, now. The lights. Ah, oh, there they are. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what is that voice? You see, the voice has stopped. The faker can't talk through the trumpet with the lights on.
8: <laughs> Stop
4: it.
7: Stop it. Do you hear?
8: Do you still think I'm a fake?
7: No. No. But go away and leave me be.
8: Not until you've done as I tell you. What is it you want me to do? Tell these people you're a fraud. Oh, no, no. Tell them that you're the voice of the spirits that talk to them.
7: All right. All right, I'm at it. Now, now, will you leave me alone?
8: There's one thing more. What? Tell them you're a member of a spy ring. The same ring that killed Paul Ryder. All right. Tell them who your boss is.
7: All right. I'll tell them. I...
0: Who fired that shot? Uh, it was this man was here. Kill oh, he's here. Brother Dightman! Brother Dightman! He Dietman, is are mad! Right? Brother, are you all right?
5: Come in, Commissioner Weston. You're just in time.
0: Someone fire a gun in here? Yes. Brother Dightman has just been killed. Yeah. Huh? Shot him. Who did it? Well, we don't know. He... Did anybody see the gun being fired? But we were all too excited to yeah, notice, no. but, the, but the shot seemed to come from over there. And yeah, that's none of you saw who did it? Well, I, I, I couldn't be sure, but I... I thought it was this man. Yeah, Yeah, I I thought it was, too. It was this fellow here. It was not. No. And lock the doors. Don't let anyone out. I can't. We'll search this Mom. Commissioner Weston. Yes, what is it? What? Say, who spoke to me?
5: This is the shadow, Commissioner
0: Weston. The shadow. I might have known.
5: You see the man standing in the corner?
0: The man... Well, yes. That's Elbert Bronson, the book collector. He
5: poses as a book collector... He's really the head of a great spy ring. Search him.
0: This is an outrage. I'm sorry, Mr. Bronson, but it's necessary. Why? Just a minute, please. Stand still. Are you... No gun on him.
5: Search oh. the young man beside him. His name is Fred.
0: Yes. Ah, here we are. Huh? A gun. And just fire. You, Bronson, you planted it on me after you killed Dykeman. Why, <laughs> what nonsense.
3: Commissioner Weston, I presume that I'm to go now? Well, no, I. Commissioner,
5: look at the papers you just took from the pockets of Bronson and of Fred. What these papers? Show them to Philip Ryder.
6: Why? What are they? A, a drawing. Commissioner, the voice is right. These men are spies. Bronson, that's the drawing that was stolen from us. Quiet, you fool! It's torn in half.
3: And each of these men had a half in his pocket. But that's impossible. The drawing had been spo- stolen. It couldn't have gotten back into our pockets.
5: Then you confess you had it in your possession once? You own that
3: you are spies? I own nothing. Convict me if you can.
5: If you can't be proven spies, at least you can be held for the murder of two men. Two men? Yes.
0: Dykeman and Paul Ryder. I didn't do it. I didn't. It was Fred, Man, uh, Take him away. You go. We won't have much trouble convicting them if they've killed two men. Yes, huh? they
5: killed two men. What is worse, they tried to sell the lives of thousands of their countrymen for a little money.
0: Yes, Shadow. I guess they never counted on meeting up with you.
5: No. They believed they could betray their country and escape the consequences. But they were wrong. Treason cannot succeed. Traitors must be punished. And I will fight to save my country from men like these. They dared to commit these crimes because they had never met me. They did not know or fear the shadow.
4: (laughs) You have been listening to a dramatized version of one of the many copyrighted stories which appear in the Shadow magazine, now on sale at your local newsstand. (laughs)
3: The weed of crime bears bitter fruit.
4: Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. All the characters and all the places named are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental.
1: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, less than a dozen shows left with Orson Welles as the Shadow. He'll be replaced by the man who played Philip Ryder in today's episode, Bill Johnstone. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Friend Irma and join us back next Monday for more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.